0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. Hello
1: folks, and welcome to another episode of the Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Alderton. And I'm your beast, Dan Meredith. Hello, Jay. How are you? Mr. Meredith, how are you? I'm very well. Enjoying this?
0: Nice, nice, comfy couch. For those of you who are listening and not watching this, wherever you may be watching this, we are in Dan's my, secret lair. In my secret lair today, yeah. aka home. So yeah. we are on the sofa or the we casting couch. <laughs> as Jamie said, as he came in here, and I'm like, I don't know what you think we're filming today, uh, but it's I don't know. definitely not that. It's definitely not that.
1: So. Moving swiftly on, Dan, what are we going to be talking today about? Because this is how we, we work the Body and the Beast now. We
0: we come up with some subjects, and then we just... We spend days agonizing over the topics, putting a lot of structure, a lot of thought into it. Yep. Um, or option two, we generally meet up about a quarter of an hour before we start filming, write out of topics, go do it. Yep. <laughs> Simple as that. Exactly. So, yeah. Cool. So, what is
1: the subject today? Uh, today's subject is all about... Investing.
0: It is investing, and it's gonna be not what you think. It's not, What's the best investment? We're not. Getting, yeah. We're what not... is the best investment? The best investment you can make. So, firstly, I just want to say, it's not crypto. It's not crypto. It's there not... is no fucking financial advice coming on no, this one whatsoever. For, it's
1: not crypto. It's not four X. It's not the S and P five hundred. I, I actually said to you. This great guy called Alex Holmosey, and he called it the SME 500. And basically what he was talking about is the best investment that you can make is the investment in yourself. Because, you know, once you invest in your knowledge and your skills, your return on investment will compound time and time again.
0: Agreed. I will also add in there, though, that scratch cards are fantastic. Scratch cards. I d- I'm just going to say it right now before we go on to this, because I love a scratch card. Do you know what it gives you? Two minutes of freedom and hope. <laughs> yeah, when you're having a little scratch. So that's Dan's little tip. That's Dan's financial advice today. Goodbye, yeah. scratch card. Have you ever, like, I don't know about you, and we will
1: get back to in- investing because this is not a good investment advice. But no,
0: I do not advise you, you base your entire investment I, strategy I, on scratchies. Exactly, but
1: I rarely buy a lottery ticket. But every now and again, you know, when you walk into a, uh, I was going to say an off-license or news whatever, agents, news agent, that yeah. you see that it's a double rollover and it's like a hundred million jackpot yeah and you know you get one and then you just envision and always say you know i always think what would i do if i won a hundred million so first before we get into okay. this investing
0: because
1: this is just randomly gone sideways because mm-hmm. i have thought about this Mate, i'm I've sure thought, everybody you know has thought it's, about this do you know what?
0: we like our tangents so we yeah. roll with them i have thought about this you so, have do you know i thought about it because i said i you know we both do well um Obviously, if I won something on a scratch roll, obviously, it'd be fantastic, but it's not going to change my life per se. But one of the things I said is, so the, the one I love is me, my mum, and my sister do them. So I always dropping around my house. So I like them. It's like you win a million for the year. So it's like it was 100 grand a month. And I said, the first 100 grand, if I won that, I'd blast it. Just literally blast it. Yeah, it's pure fun. And the rest, I would do something sensible with. But honestly... 100 million, I, though. If you had 100 million... 100
1: million. 100 million. Firstly, I think the first thing that I would do is I wouldn't tell anybody about it. Oh, yeah. Another thing which I've heard someone say, and I'm going to steal because it's great, is that you want to celebrate this win with real friends. Mm -hmm. And he had a good concept. And what he said was, what he would do, he would um, call up 10 of his closest mates. Oh, right. And then he would ask each of them to lend him £10,000. And he would only share the winnings of the ones that said, yes, where where shall I wire it to? And I love that, because it's like, well, hang on a minute, like, your real friends, if you think about it, it's a great experiment. They don't need to know that. And, you know, it was a great thought experiment for me. It's like, cool, because what's gonna happen when people know, you have a hundred million, and oh, you, everyone's going to change. People and that,
0: change when they know anything about
1: you. And it's very different between earning, let's just say, a hundred million through selling a business, and being given a hundred million by the national lottery because there is a, a feeling of entitlement from everybody else because you were lucky, mm-hmm. rather than actually you earned it. Yeah. So you have a lot of chances, and then you know, the, as I said the worst thing that could happen is you. Going on telly, you know, telling everybody about it because if you haven't established those solid friend networks or relationship networks, everyone's going to come rinse you. There's,
0: you're not going to trust anybody. You made a a really good point there as well about obviously how you get the money, and so we will get to the investment side of things as well. But I, with my clients, like my sort of business clients, the people I work with, I say the worst thing you can often get is a quick win because it gives you a false sense of hope that that's how it's always going to be. And equally, if, you know, for anyone who's listening, who's had success rapidly and managed to hold it, fucking fantastic. But for me, it's taken me years and years to build much like resistance training, running a marathon, jumping up a fucking mountain in your case, um, lifting a heavy weight, you can't do that straight away. It take, You have to kind of uh, build up to it. And I know that Dan, an uh, X amount of years ago, if I'd have scaled to where I'm, I'd have just crumbled like yeah. a fucking crouton, I'd have just been like, I can't handle this. And I, yeah. and I did, and I went off the rails and drank too much and basically was a little bit messy for a period, because I, I, my psychology could not handle where I'd suddenly spiked up to. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a big thing about... Um, you know in, investing in yourself as we're going to say on today but like i said i think that the key thing for today's chat is that you know we actually want to get over some of our Keep. john i've completely gone off <laughs> that's unlike you on, you on a dungeon i literally <laughs> off in a dungeon there and i'm just like so for you know what it's probably going to stay in that's me trying to get it back on topic but without knowing where i was going <laughs> that's this i don't think we've had one of those before yeah, we, we've had a couple, Are but okay.
1: let's see if I can kind of Go rein, on, get it back on track, back Jay. In. yeah. We're we, obviously investing we're about, in yourself, yeah. And you know, something that you talked about is that you know, getting a quick win too soon can cause self sabotage, yep. which is very much big what time. a lot of entrepreneurs I see get because when they do get a big win, they don't feel like they deserve it, yeah. So they almost m- want to kind of even out the equation by going. I don't deserve this. So I'm going to prove to myself that I don't deserve this by doing something by fucking it up. And, you know, I've had that in the past. Of course, you've had it in the past. And I'm sure lots of people thinking about this, you know, who's listening to this have had some form of self-sabotage regardless of what it is. But I think the most important thing that we go back to is this self-investment and, Just understanding that anything that you invest in improving your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, if you listen, you learn and apply it, then it's worth 10 times the investment that you paid even, and I wanna say this, even if you invest in something and it doesn't work out because there's only two outcomes from that. It's either that you didn't do the work or it was shit. Okay. So, so for, yeah, but for a lot of people, it's because they didn't do the work. But if it's shit, once again, it was the wrong thing for you. And it closes down your decisions. And, and, and I think this is so, so important because, you know, I've made lots of investments in different things, mm-hmm. different, you know, mentorships, different groups, different books, you know, everything not everything has been great, but I've taken one or two things from there, which I probably still implement in my life Not everything
0: works for everyone. Like, I'm always mindful of a lot of my teachings, you know, I'm I'm naturally introverted, but I've kind of trained myself to be extrovert, so I'm kind of straddle both camps now. So what I suggest for one person to do or might put out there a product or a service or a book or whatever, isn't necessarily going to be appropriate for everyone. So sometimes you just have to take things on the chin. You might listen to a podcast, watch a YouTube video, buy book and think oh, that's just not me that's not gonna work yeah. for me but for me I remember one of uh, an investment I made in myself was I went to a mastermind in America so I had the flight to America hotel I think it was five thousand um, dollars for a weekend and this was back in 2015 and I had what I thought was the best idea ever and I remember sitting on my hot seat. So if those of you listen haven't heard of such things, masterminders generally are bringing together of people who are keen to grow in one area of their business or life. And you often do these things called hot seats where you'll be sat at the front and the experts and other people will basically rip you to shreds. But it's good. It's You have to have a thick skin because sometimes the stuff you hear isn't what you want to hear, as I heard. And I remember having my idea, which I had mapped out and planned and done the I thought was brilliant. And it probably would have worked. But if I'd have run with it, I wouldn't be where I am now. And it got massacred. I just got absolutely shredded. And I remember thinking to myself, fuck. And I sat on the plane. So I stayed in America and I went to another event when I was over there thinking, I've just spent all that money to be told my idea shit. But it was also the best thing because if I hadn't been told my idea was shit, so that investment has paid off I don't even know the amount for yeah. it because I didn't go down that route. I now have the life I have now.
1: So it's a good investment. It's the same, you know, if I think back a couple of years ago, I invested in a mentorship. It cost me about 25 grand for the year. And it was brilliant in the fact that a lot of the things that they were teaching, I would never do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very different model to what I do with my business. Yeah. Um, you know, very much not that kind of creator following based thing. It's yeah. more hardcore business, you know, direct messaging, sales calls, conversions, you. you know, that's not me. And and I, the, But the thing is, is I know that although I act a different way in my business, what I teach is very different mm-hmm. because a lot of people come to me in business, they don't have millions of followers. They have hardly any. So... When you're just starting out, you have to get a bit down into the tumbleweeds, you have to get down into the nitty gritty into the DMs, you know, you have to put a lot of fucking effort in to get a little bit of traction. So how I run my business and how I do my business and how, you know, I teach other people is very, very different. That being said, although a lot of the strategies and tactics that I didn't take away, some of the things that I did take away was structure Mm -hmm. was like kind of, and it sounds stupid like worksheets and mapping sessions and that kind of accountability and, and how to scale that because that was one of the weaknesses with a lot of my um, business. It's like, right, I need to give people these frameworks which they can live by mm-hmm. to get them where they are. I'm just rereading James Clear's Atomic Habits, it's one of those books that I read every single year. And one of the most golden quotes in that. Is you don't uh, rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Okay. A lot of people, let's say weight loss, they're, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. And they don't think about the system to get there. They just think, I just need to eat a thousand calories and do two hours of cardio a day. Shit system, they get a result. And what happens is they get a result from a shit system, which is why it's not maintainable. Mm-hmm. Same with business. You know, if you do. Like, if you kill yourself to get, let's say, a seven-figure business, Mm -hmm. the only way that you can maintain that seven-figure business is by killing yourself.
0: It's not worth it. It's not worth doing. And I wanted to say something as well, because some of you might be listening thinking, like, fucking hell, those are some random big numbers you're throwing around that we're talking about investing. So, uh, you know, the old it's all right for you thing. And at the level that I'm at, yeah, it is. You know, that's the sort of investments I'm, I'm doing. Um, And you might be listening, well, well, how the fuck can I do that? So when I started out, my investment was my time and my energy. And that was on books. So low cost books, cheap products, cheap digital products, um, YouTube videos, podcasts. I listened to a fuck ton of podcasts and I consumed content. I consumed and then did something with it. So I'd consume, do, consume, do. And that's how I got to where I was going pretty fast by doing it. So understand that you just because you may not be where we are right now, I literally started off with I remember my first product that I invested in was I think ninety-nine or ninety-seven dollars, which was a copywriting Product And I literally threw myself into it. I got up at four in the morning to start doing it. I'd practice, practice, practice. And then I'd start putting it out there throughout the day. I was exhausted. But that was my investment, was my time and my energy and my learning side of things. So understand that, that different levels, it's yeah. different a- investments.
1: 100%, you know, we're almost a decade into this. So, yeah. And you understand, we've you know, we've built our businesses from scratch to mm. be able to do that. And you know, I say with that 25 grand, it wasn't my money, it was the business's money. Yeah. Because it was the investment from that. But at the same time, I can remember two thousand and. 2012 Mm -hmm. finding this button on my uh, phone that said podcasts
0: oh okay
1: and I was like wonder what the fuck that was going then button on my phone it said podcasts and I was like what the fuck's this never pressed it before and then I was looking and I was yeah I was like what the fuck's all this it's all free audio so I'd listening to it and then bloody I was like I felt like I just stumbled across a cheat code. Mm. I was like, so you mean to tell me, you've got all of these super bright, successful people talking in your ear for free on your phone. And I would literally, my my power walks, I used to call them back in the day. People used to think, they always used to say to me, how how fast do you walk? And I said, you're not understanding the power walk. The walk is getting up in the morning because my brain's on all, you know, firing. To go for a walk, because when you walk, Once again, your brain fires even more. Massive,
0: big believer in that.
1: And when you're listening to a podcast and you're walking and and it's the right time of day for you, everything just goes in, and that's what was happening to me. These podcasts, everything was going in, and my whole life and business was changing. 2012, 2013, 2014, were some of my biggest growths ever because I think it was only then that I started reading books. I think I remember my first. Self-development mm-hmm. book that I read was the four-hour work week.
0: Same. Yeah. Exactly the same. And that and Dan Priestley's Over oversubs- key, no, oh, key, key Person of Influence. Yeah. That's my first two books.
1: Yeah, and um and it's just like, oh my god, you know, this is like these are like cheat codes. And all you gotta do is enter them. But unfortunately, people don't. You know, something I did on a tweet this week was talking about shelf development and Essentially, what people do is they, they spend ah. time building up their bookcase instead yeah. of their knowledge and, Got and business. Because I see so many people with these really impressive bookcases, but they ain't read fuck all. And <laughs> they've read, well, they've read it all and they could regurgitate it, but they don't apply it to their lives. And I think that is about investing in yourself. It's great spending money on courses. It's ba- great spending money on books and podcasts. But very much like you said, knowing and not doing is the same as no, knowing or not doing is the same as not knowing. Yeah. Okay. You've got to apply these things. You've got to do these things. If the book tells you to do something, you go. Mm, you know that might not work for me. Do it. And another thing for pass over to you then is, if something seems too easy to do, the chances are it is. And the thing is, is a lot of people don't do the stuff because it sounds too easy. They're like, oh, I just need to do this. It's like yes, but you just need to do that consistently. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like. I would say to people it's the littlest of jobs that take me the longest time to do, like taking the bin out, like paying, a, paying an online bill that hasn't, that's not been done by direct debit. I'm like, for oh, fuck, so
0: laptop. I'll go yeah, to that. it's a bore like.
1: Yeah, I'll jump in an ice cold.
0: Yeah, you'll do. You'll literally get up at five stupid yeah. o'clock in the morning to go in an ice bath. But but
1: I won't pay a, a, a bill online
0: because it's effort. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, that's what I say. Simple things are hard to do, especially consistently. And touching back in with what you said there, like listen to people who actually have achieved things that you want to achieve. So you might listen to someone who has this, insanely large profitable business but they're morally bankrupt and a piece of shit. Yep. Like you've got to look at all aspects and the thing is you can you can take out bits and pieces from some. Um I think it was someone shared a quote. I think it was Zuby and he said you can eat the meat and spit out the bones. In other words, you can take away something from everyone but I you know, the people that I look up to, that I read from, have achieved things of note in their, in their fields, in their niches, but they've also, they live a life that I aspire to, they act how I want them to act, they are, you know, people that I want to be, there's people that I originally maybe looked up to in certain areas, I'm like, you know what, that's fucking impressive, I'm not taking away from what you've done, but I do not want your life. Yeah. And being honest with yourself and being selfish as well is something I wanted to add in there. Because obviously we're talking about self-investment. You know, you're a family man, Jay. I'm hoping to be. Um, whoever knows when this is in the in the future, we never know where things are going to go. But, you know, I have my little sister and my mum to look after as well. Um, we all have the same amount of time in a day. But if you're not where you want to be, investing in yourself so your education, your knowledge, your skills, and again, we've talked about this a lot, your fitness, nutrition, health, sleep. Like I spent so many years putting other people forward ahead of me because I like to help. I do care, and I want people to succeed, I want people to win, but it was happening at the expense of myself. And for me, so I've mentioned my sister, but well if you're newer to the listening, I have a little sister, um, she's three years younger than me, but she's brain damaged. So she's um, uh, special needs, uh, additional needs, I think it's called nowadays. So she's always a little kid and her reasoning is is not fantastic, but I love her dearly. And I used to help mum and dad out. Um, always, I've always worked really, really fucking hard. So I've earned well, but I've I've worked for it. Yeah. And I remember when I decided to do this, it was first off my gym, then the online business thing, um, was I basically said, you know what? Am I all right to just take some time off supporting. Are you good? Can I have a year to see if I can make this a thing? And I basically stepped back from some of the financial commitments, which, you know, they were fine anyway. They didn't need it, but I I wanted to, I felt obliged to, and I wanted to help out. And I said, look, can I just take a step out of this and go all in on this for a year? And that was the best thing I ever did because I get took off all the breaks. I was really selfish. Yes, I still helped out. Yes, I was still a good brother and son and all that kind of stuff. I still did that, but my focus was on, growing the business and being selfish and making that happen because I said if I sacrifice some years now in my 30s where my energy is not bad it's pretty good my future can be amazing my mentor said to me would you sacrifice five years of your life for the next 40 living however you want and my answer will always be the same yes That's it. And it is that, you know, that we we said talking about the best investment. The best investment outside of yourself is just being honest with yourself, with what you want, and getting clear on what you actually want to do. Because I have, right now, exactly the life I want. But I want the next phase. So I'm reinvesting in myself, in my education, some tech, some people, some systems, and my own mindset and coaching as well. You know, I'm constantly reinvesting back in. The thing is, I'm like... A lot of people we see, and we're going to cover this in a later podcast. Is I take the advice I'm given, I eighty twenty it, so I danify it, and then I apply it to my life, and I just keep doing that over and over again.
1: Yeah, and you know, for me, you know, everything you said there, it's just always keeping things fresh and ideas. I'm always looking at different angles and ways of doing stuff. Like mm. for example, you know, I'm big on social media, of course, and I love. I have not really. Like, yeah, well, no, I've not no. I've not no. what, what I mean <laughs> yeah. by big. Okay, well, you so are. maybe oh, I'm with
0: you. No, no, but maybe I'm kind of a big deal. No,
1: that's, that's not what I meant. Like, that's what I meant. Um, I'm big on social media. I mean, like, that's like saying, I'm, you know, I'm big on, um, on Formula One. It's like you're not a Formula One driver, it's just that you love Formula One. I have a healthy, probably unhealthy obsession with understanding social media from a yeah. psychological point of view. So I want to master a platform so I can do it better, so I can Mm -hmm. connect with people better. So, you know, I learned Instagram, learned how to master Instagram. Then I got obsessed with TikTok and learning how to master that. You've done pretty well. Yeah. And the next thing for me is Twitter. Because I, once again, it was one that I used to use a lot five years ago. Mm -hmm. So I had a big following five years ago. And then I've tweeted in four years, four times. (laughs) And then suddenly you go, right, I'm back in now. The game has changed. It's like an, you know, an old person going, right, you know, I used to, I, back in my day, we yeah. used to get 1,000 views on the thing, you know, 1,000 views on every single post. I posted um, twice a day, two or three times a day for the last 10 days. Guess how many followers I got?
0: No idea. Zero.
1: <laughs> guess how <laughs> many likes I got on average per post?
0: Absolutely no. Question. Zero. <laughs> Mate, that's hilarious. Yeah, guess how much that
1: excites me. Knowing you quite a lot. Fuck ton, Yeah. Because it shows...
0: There's room for that
1: growth. I, it shows that I've got to start again and learn. And I've got just this, this new passion for going right. So I'm looking at all the other creators. I've just bought a course mm-hmm. on it, literally smashed through the course, started redoing it. And then once again, it's that thing where I can see next year that my my Twitter... Will probably be up there with all the rest because I'm I'm getting excited about a new platform and that's thanks to Elon Musk because it's just been so fun to watch what's been going on the last yeah, few weeks. I don't
0: want to spend too much talk about him because we'll have fanboys no. and haters on this. Yeah. But what I will say is, it's I some stuff about his stuff. I like I said, I eat the meat, it's yeah. out the bones. Some stuff I can't stand. Yeah. Some stuff I literally laugh at.
1: One, one thing I want to add, and yeah. I said this on a podcast, like I said, I'm inspired by Elon Musk and the way he deals with businesses and entrepreneurship, but I'm not going to ask him for diet advice and or how to improve my squat. So, meat and bones, okay? Yeah. So, take certain things, but I wouldn't like to swap his life because yeah. it seems very, very stressful yeah. You know, and it, as morals I said and, like, yeah. like
0: I said, whatever. But and again, credit to I think Zuby for that quote because I've been using it a yeah, stupid I'm amount. Right. But the the sort of final thing I want to sort of say on this one is is obviously depending on when you're listening to this in the year and where you are in your life as well. Yeah. Is I've already mentioned the whole point about you know being honest with yourself about what you really want, but just have a little think okay I think I say it in my book I said I I think it was something along the lines of you know how often your phone goes off and and who's nine next to you in bed what you're doing with people is a good kind of vibe check on where you are socially you know your bank account assets things you have money so is it what you do maybe success business wise and you know look in the mirror in your underwear look at your body you know how you're sleeping how you're feeling is it what you want to be Just basically just try and take yourself the emotions out of it and have a little look and say, do you know what? Of all these areas, that's one that I'm dropping the ball on. I'm going to own it. And I said, bear in mind, I've said this one before. You can be and do whatever you want. That's the beautiful thing. I'm super, whatever you want to be in life, go for it. But I didn't enjoy being bigger. I was big and strong, I was like powerlifter strong, um, any powerlifters listening you'll dick on me, but I was a strong guy, but I kind of also was carrying a lot of timber that didn't make me happy, I didn't feel comfortable, I wasn't sleeping well, blood pressure was higher, so I, I was just dead honest, I said right, doesn't mean I'm a bad person or a piece of shit or, or lazy, I just that's something I want to work on, and, and that, that investment paid off. Because I, I then felt better, I slept better, I made better decisions, and I made sort of more money and actually grew businesses and great relationships and friendships because I was just feeling better about myself all the time. So I'll end with like just be honest and maybe the areas where you are dropping the ball a little bit doesn't mean you're a failure, doesn't mean you're rubbish. Just say right, do you know what? I've let that slip. That's where I'm going to invest my time and energy now. And I say to my clients, we can't do everything all at once. We can't do all the things. You can't do. Body, business, but also pick the one which is causing the most amount of discomfort or pain. Go all in on that for a month or so and then reevaluate again. That's my tip to you. And
1: I just want to add with that, something you said there about, you know, being a little bit overweight and wanting to to change that. And I always say this to people, it's like sometimes people forget that that extra weight isn't just the weight on your body, it's the weight on your mind. And when That's you really have a lot of weight on your mind, you're distracted from the things that you need to do. And as you said, it's sometimes taking an assessment and understanding this. And this comes from me talking from a bodybuilder and and from a person, you know, when you see some of the best bodybuilders in the world. And the reason that they're the best bodybuilders in the world is that they don't look in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm done. Because bodybuilding is something that is never done. And life is something that's never done. So this is why we constantly need to assess because there will be something that needs to be improved until the day that you die. So don't be annoyed with it. But just the whole point of balance isn't to have everything you know juggling and perfect it's knowing you know I think it's someone uh, told me this and we we said this on a previous podcast it's like it's okay to drop the ball as long as the balls that you drop bounce and, there are, and the thing about life is that it's full of bouncy balls yeah
0: I, I love the term you know I I use this one a lot and it's, it's old school right when those plate spinners they'll have a plate yeah, on yeah, a yeah. stick and they'd spin it around yeah You can't keep them all going at once. So some are spinning perfectly and a couple are starting to wobble. One's a wobble. You have to go, okay, need to give them a little spin. Nothing is ever going to stop. The only constant in life is change. Yeah, and one thing I love about watching that is that they never fall down because he knows...
1: When one gets to a point of wobbleness to when to spin yeah. it. And that is essentially your life. So so spin your plates. Spin your plates. Ladies and gentlemen, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Body and the Beast. And if you did, please let us know on Instagram. And please, of course, quote and comment some of the things that you took away. These things are super, super important because then you let us know what we need to talk more about. And, of course, it makes sure that it goes in. But And...
0: Makes us feel fucking and good And it makes us well. feel good. Oh. Why Gives us a little dopamine hit too. Yeah. That's what it does. Yeah. I love it. I and, love hearing from
1: people. And I do. You know, when I see people talking about this Body and the Beast podcast, and we have in the last couple of weeks, I've just spoken to Dan today, I was like, this person said this, this person said that, and it's a
0: genuine passion yeah. because we love doing this. And that is the truth. I get messages. I mean, I, I have less of a following than you, so I have a bit more time to reply to message stuff, but the messages I get... Are awesome. I'm so yeah. for those of you who've taken the time to message. Thank you, and I'm proud of you for actually doing stuff. So yeah, good work. Yeah, and, and once again, thank you for me. But
1: I have been your body, Jamie Ullerton, and I've been your beast, Dan Meredith. Take
0: care.